Welcome to episode number 67 of the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast, where I dive into our shortest episode yet, just to give you one tactical tip that's going to help you break down and change your limiting beliefs so you can stop holding yourself back and achieve your dreams from this day onward. Grab a pen and paper, if you're not driving, and strap in for a good one packed with value. As always, if you like the podcast and you want to support it, all we ask is that you share this episode with a friend, family member, or coworker who would benefit from it. One share would go a really long way and supports our mission to help as many people as possible to live a healthier, sustainable lifestyle. Finally, we would love you even more than we already do if you took the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are how this podcast moves up the ranks and becomes accessible to even more people. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode number 67, the one trick that will break your limiting beliefs. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast. Another short one here. This might one. This one might be sorry. One might be extra short, depending on how quickly I can get through this with you guys. But today, I just wanted to share a quick tool that we've used now with a quite a few clients that has been really key in breaking self-limiting beliefs, as well as just giving you guys a couple of examples of how we've used this to help you better understand how this all works and why it's important to break down these beliefs. So something that I've been kind of meditating on lately, thinking about is just how much coaching is so much more about behavior and how we think about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, than it is the physical actions that we take, like eating more vegetables or working out. Of course, we see results from those things. We gain confidence from doing those things. But it, the underlying ways that we get ourselves to do those things is through our self-talk and through our beliefs and how we shift those so that we have less resistance and less friction around moving towards the direction that we want to go in with our life and our fitness. So First, I want to understand what a self-limiting belief is. So I'm going to break down the definition and then explain why I feel like self-limiting beliefs are BS and how we can then use this one trick to break those limiting beliefs. So a self-limiting belief is something that holds us back from taking the actions that we know we want to or should take. A self-limiting belief is telling ourselves something that holds us back, even if it might not be entirely true. Maybe it's true of you in the past. Maybe it's something that you haven't been good at historically or you haven't done well historically. But um, defining yourself in a way where maybe you haven't been good at something in the past, but if you define yourself as not good at that thing for eternity onward, because that's what we do when we say, I'm not good at that, then we're basically limiting our ability to grow into leaning into that discomfort, learning how to do that thing, doing that thing better, and getting actually good at that thing and making that weakness our strength. And so, you know, our minds are so crowded and clouded. And when we let things like our self-limiting beliefs just sit there and fester and grow, we really struggle 
with self-sabotage and holding ourselves back from our goals because we never really extract those beliefs and break them down and work on them. And to just give a quick brief overview of what self-sabotage is, Self-sabotage is behavior that undermines your success despite your own wishes, dreams, or values. The root of this comes with low self-esteem, negative self-talk, negative emotions, which are continually then reinforced by any failures that we face or mistakes that we make. Um, And so this is obviously a really slippery slope here. But again, I just want to share with you guys one quick trick, one tool that you can use, an exercise that I've been using with some of my clients that has been really powerful in taking those limiting beliefs and actually breaking them down and eventually changing them. So the first thing that I want to encourage all of you to do is like we talked about in episode 65 with Dr. Casey Joe. If you haven't listened to that yet, it's a freaking amazing episode and it's one of our favorites overall. So basically listen to that. And the whole point being behind that is when it comes to monitoring your self-limiting beliefs, your negative self-talk, the only way we can really do that is by paying more attention. So the first step to all of this is we have to pay attention and figure out what beliefs we are holding that are holding us back. They can be really, really sneaky. And we have to better monitor the way that we talk about ourselves. Because if you just kind of get into a conversation, maybe someone's asking you about yourself, pay attention to the number of times you say that you're not good at something. You're bad at something. Um, You're you have a terrible history with X, Y, and Z. And we often tend to self-deprecate as a means of spreading humor and making jokes and, you know, laughing at our own expense, which isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. But if it's at our own expense, and it's actually something that we identify with and really do struggle with, like, for example, never being able to stick to a diet or be consistent with the gym, something that we want to change, it's holding us back to reinforce to ourselves that, yeah, I'm terrible at that. So What we want to do here, this is the exercise. So first, pay attention, figure out what those limiting beliefs are. They can be big, they can be small. They could honestly be the tiniest, tiniest thing. And you might be sitting here and thinking like, oh, I'm awful with my negative self-talk. I'm so mean to myself. Like, imagine how you're just reinforcing that just by saying that, right? So first, extract and really identify your beliefs, and then pull out a piece of paper, a journal, whatever it is, and write down these four questions with some space in between and break this shit down. So number one is what is my current belief? So this is exactly what you're paying attention to and extracting from your brain. The reason is because we have to take these beliefs out of our brain that are crowded and clouded and cluttered and actually extract the thought because oftentimes those thoughts are more daunting, more scary, and more believable when they're clouded and they're they're murky than when we just extract them out and put them on paper. So what is my current belief? I'm going to use an example of a client that I'm working with right now that um, she had a big spike in her weight recently. And one of her biggest fears right now is being scared that she's going to gain the weight back after she loses all of it, just like she has the number of times that she's lost it before. She's scared that she won't be able to maintain it. So when that scale spiked up after just one day off track, she was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I can't maintain my weight. Maybe I'm just, I'm not meant to, uh, you know, achieve that long-term maintenance. So those are the beliefs that came up, right? So first the step here, and I'm going to use this example the whole way through. 
the step here is extract that current belief. So maybe the belief is I don't deserve to live at calorie maintenance and maintain my weight loss, or maybe I, I am not capable of maintaining my weight loss. Then question number two is what are the facts? Not only the facts in this situation, but in past situations. And so the facts that we wanted to extract here was weighing out this belief compared to her actual data, because we're tracking her food, we're tracking her weight, we're looking at everything, um, as well as situations in the past where maybe we've gone off track before, how did that situation end up at the end of the day? So the facts were this for this particular situation. The facts were that the average change in weight from the week prior to the current week, even with that six pound spike, was only an increase on average of 0.6 pounds. Now, the facts are there had been other weeks in the past where her weight had spiked up more than that on average, but we continued moving forward and it didn't phase her as much because the lowest to highest jump wasn't quite as drastic. Um, the facts were also that even though the lowest to highest jump was a total of six pounds, the other weigh-ins for that week were much more modest and in between those two weigh-ins. So it wasn't like it was totally out of line, like one day it just spiked up out of nowhere and all the other weigh-ins were low. No, it was like the first weigh-in was low, the second one was moderate, the third one was the highest, and then the fourth one was moderate. So that's kind of what it looked like. And then the past experiences. This client in particular freaking crushed the holidays. Like <laughs> she went from Thanksgiving to New Year's and lost five pounds through the holidays from highest to lowest, which is freaking insane because our goal during the holidays was just to maintain our weight. She had holiday parties almost every weekend, took time to not eat um, super low calories through those times, and she made a ton of progress through the holidays, almost losing a pound a week through that time frame. So the facts are, even when she went slightly off track in the past, she still came out on top, still made progress moving forward, and didn't take any steps backwards. And there's been a number of trips, vacations, and things that we've planned for together that she was able to conquer and continue making progress forward through, regardless of the outcome of the, of the actual situation at hand. So she freaking crushed it. And all the facts pointed to the fact that she is capable of not only maintaining, but progressing forward in spite of big weight fluctuations and changes like that. So that's the second question. That's an example for you. Third question is how does my current belief, the one that we wrote on question one, align or misalign with the facts that we've now written out? So basically what we're looking for is a connect or disconnect between the belief and the facts. So, you know, we could have either outcome here. The first outcome could be the current belief totally aligns with the facts and we're doomed for failure. <laughs> but the purpose of this exercise is to wean out the fact that like that's most likely not the case because when we actually take our irrational fears and put them against the facts, we realize we're just being irrational, right? So in this situation, not being cut out for maintenance, not being able to maintain weight loss long-term is not supported by the facts that have been laid out. So it's kind of like doing a research study, right? Does your uh, evidence support or not support the hypothesis? Kind of cool how that all lays out. So basically we have discussed and discovered that our current belief does not align with the facts. Our facts show us that she's been able to not only maintain, but take steps forward through hardship and through obstacles and come out on top every single time. So how could weight maintenance long-term be any different? 
Now, the fourth question is, what is a new belief that I feel is reasonable based on that misalignment or alignment that we see between the facts and the current belief? So that new belief could be, I am capable of maintaining my weight loss and we're just not there yet. <laughs> like there's nothing to worry about because it's not actually happening right now. Or maybe the current belief now is I don't, maybe I don't feel like I'm totally ready to maintain my weight loss alone long-term, but I'm on my way there. I'm progressing towards that way. And I am going to be capable of that in the future. Now that is an example of a great growth mindset. (laughs) Again, listen to episode 65. Uh, But yeah, so basically a new belief that we feel is reasonable. And maybe it's a belief that isn't necessarily cut and dry, like I can do it, right? (laughs) Maybe we're not quite there yet mentally. But maybe the belief is, you know, I'm not there yet, but I know I'm working on it. I know I can get there. I know it's possible. Another great example is maybe somebody who struggles with consistency. Maybe their belief is I'm awful at sticking to a diet. Current belief is that. The facts though, maybe this person is the typical chronic dieter that struggles with, um, you know, doing the the 30 day whole 30 keto and weight watchers, and they just really struggle sticking to it. But maybe the facts actually say something different. Maybe the facts say, actually, you did the whole 30 perfectly for 30 days. Maybe actually you did Weight Watchers for three months perfectly. So the facts don't support the current belief that you're bad at sticking to a diet. Uh, But maybe the new belief is that maybe I need an actual approach that's more sustainable because I'm not bad at sticking to things. It's just sticking to them long term when they're unreasonable and unrealistic like the diets that I've tried, right? So we can get a lot from breaking these limiting beliefs down. Um, quick journaling exercise for you guys. I hope that this was incredibly and immensely valuable. This will probably be our shortest episode that we ever have released. So just wanted to give you something really tactical and useful that you can use today and start to break down your limiting beliefs. So number one, just pay attention. Number two, what's your current belief? Number three, how do your facts? uh, Oh yeah. So number three, sorry. How do, how do the facts about this situation, about past ones align or misalign with, with the belief that you had? And again, the final step is rewrite that new belief that you feel now is reasonable based on that alignment or misalignment. So hopefully this tool is helpful, guys. Uh, Let me know how you like it. Shoot me a message or shoot the podcast page on Instagram a message. All of our contact info will be in the description below. You can reach me at Marissa Roy Fitness. You can reach Christina at Christy Lynn Fit. And she officially announced that she delivered her baby. So this will be like two weeks ago at this point. But definitely go give her a big congratulations if you haven't already on her Instagram page for becoming a new mom. So have a great great rest of your day, evening, whatever time it is for you. And I will hope to see you back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast. And we hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something from it. Please remember that Christina and I are not medical professionals, so if you're going to make any changes to your exercise or nutrition routines, please consult with your doctor or medical team first. Finally, we would love you even more than we already do if you took the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are how this podcast moves up the ranks and becomes accessible to even more people. 
Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday here at the Barbell Lifestyle Podcast.